We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much, so many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. You have no idea how important you are. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Everybody, Steve with Sense Fidelity coming at you with another, I guess you say book review or books review, because it's going to be many, kind of many, but we're focusing on one under the same author. You may have heard of him from time to time, Bishop Fulton Sheen. And we have Al Smith of Bishop Sheen today on with us because he's helped pushing these books forward. Al, good morning. Uh, how are you doing? Thank you for coming on. Hey, Steve, it's great to be alive. And, you know, I'm indebted to Fulton Sheen for uh, helping to save my soul. And so I figure I might as well return the favor and try to save a few more souls, too, and uh, talk about Sheen and his wisdom and his writing. So thanks for having me on. Uh, no problem. You're welcome. Yeah, he's a he's, he's he was quite a writer. He had a bunch of DVDs. Uh, he was number one on TV. Uh, what what didn't he didn't pitch for the Yankees. So there's that was one thing he didn't do. But yeah. And yeah, I don't what, think what made you go attracted to him or to do what you're doing. Yeah, no. And he, again, I was going to say he didn't pitch for the Yankees. And I don't think he was a Yankee fan. I don't know. Who, I, mean, <laughs> I never saw him with the pinstripes on. So uh, well, I mentioned the Yankees because you got the KFC emblem behind you. Oh, they, yeah. they used to own Yankee Stadium. It was the first thing that popped in my head. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, I just, uh, one of these things, there's a lot, I'm, it, it's busy behind me. I got lots of uh, affinity, of course. <laughs> I know busy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and again, it, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, that's my hockey jersey. I'm a Toronto Maple Leaf supporter. And so um, uh, we used to have a goalie called Curtis Joseph. And when uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs traded him, <laughs> we were quite upset. So mm. um, uh, I figured I would just replace the names of Jesus and Mary above. I would put, I would insert, I should say, uh, these beautiful names. And so when I go to a hockey game, people hear that, see the names of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. So uh, it's my way of evangelizing, even at a hockey game. But like you say. No, I bet some people think that's his feral first name. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. But we're having fun. But, uh, you know, what brought me to Sheen was uh, just a God incident. Back in uh, 2009, I was 48 years old at the time. I had never seen a Sheen video. I'd never read one of his books. And my wife and I were just dropping my daughter off at a small Catholic college and I was setting, you know, getting my daughter into the dorm, making sure she was in good protective custody, like any good father. And my wife was in the library rummaging around and there was a box of free books. And so she saw that word free and she gravitated to the, to the books and she picked up a Bishop Sheen book called Peace of Soul. And we're driving home and I said to her, what, what, what did you pick up? And she says, oh, Bishop Sheen book. And I go, oh, who's he? And um, she opened up the book and started to read to me. And the very first line of that book was simply, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. 
And when I heard that, I thought, boy, that's refreshing. Who who talks about saving souls anymore? And uh, so yeah. I was I was hooked uh, because, I mean, you know, in, in my youth, I hang out with the charismaniacs, I, guess I always call it, but, you know, the charismatic people. And of you were right my, the first time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, my Baptist friends, my evangelical friends, like this whole idea of handing out Bible tracts and saving souls and bringing people to Jesus. I thought, right, we need revival. And so... Just that first line, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. Uh, I was interested. And then when I went home, I looked him up on the internet and I found that he wrote 66 books. And I thought, well, maybe there's a book for me. And um, I saw this one title called Victory Over Vice. And I thought, eh, seven deadly sins, I'll give it a try. I might have one or two of those uh, that I have to kind of you know, get, get a handle on. And uh, it was just a beautiful book where Sheen took the seven last words that Jesus spoke from the cross. You know, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. This day you'll be with me in paradise. Um, again, took these words and attached them to the seven deadly sins as the antidote. And I was just amazed. And I thought, wow, he is brilliant. And it was like a parish priest came up to my shoulder and just said, I'm going to coach you. If you give me just 10 minutes a day or a few minutes here and a few minutes there, I'm going to give you some pithy sayings. I'm going to help you uh, become a saint. So uh, we kind of did a pinky promise, made a deal. And uh, I tell you, within a year, I, I had read like 12 of his books and uh, within two years, 24 of his books. And then with three years, 36 of his books. And I just couldn't get enough of Fulton Sheen. And I thought, I got to I got to share the love here. I got to start promoting his writings. And so, um, you know, I've been hosting a, a local uh, radio show, uh, you know, since the late 90s in my sleepy little village. And uh, I just went to the radio station. I said, could I replay some old Bishop Sheen talks and uh, kind of bring him back on the air and uh, was able to secure uh, some of his recordings and uh, started to replay his stuff on the radio when the phone lines lit up. And I thought, wow, you know, usually when I go in for my regular Catholic program where we pray the rosary and have our devotionals, uh, the phone never rings. Yeah, when I start, yeah, that's right. But when I played Fulton Sheen, wow, people called in and said, oh, I remember when he came to the stadium in 1974. Is he coming back into the area? Uh, it's great to hear his voice again. And I have to say, well, no, he passed away in 1979, but uh, he still speaks truth. And uh, he's just a great orator. And uh, so, uh, again, it was a, a show that just took off. It was a, a very popular with Catholics and Protestants alike. And uh, the next thing you know, another radio station called me and said, could you share that show with us? And the next thing you know, I'm on three radio stations in Canada sharing Bishop Sheen's recordings. And so um, I tell you, it just went from there. And the next thing you know, I thought, I think I want to re-release some of his books and uh, spend a bit of time with seminarians, just kind of gifting seminarians Sheen's writings. Because I started to research Sheen's life and you know, he spent the last 10 years of his life when he retired from the bishop of being a bishop of Rochester. Uh, he said, I'm just going to work on the priesthood because he knew the key to the renovation of the church and the salvation of souls was to renew the priesthood. And so he gave priestly retreats and talked about the holy hour. And so I thought, I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, I want a better I want a better church. And so I'm going to work in these seminarians. And so I just started to raise money and give Sheen books to seminarians and give them MP3 recordings, give them little thumb drives with Sheen's talks on them. And uh, it's made a, a big impact. And many of the young seminarians and young priests now today, every so often you get one that 
has been cut of the same mold of Sheen. You can tell the way they preach and the way they interact. They've, they've read Sheen. So, um, again, my gift to the church. But, again, I just uh, found Sheen later in my life, and I thought, he's got the answer. He's got the answer. And so, um, again, the radio show, the work with seminarians, and, of course, um, the next thing you know, the Bishop of Peoria, Illinois, uh, Bishop Daniel Jenke, has me on the phone saying, I'd like you to sit on the board of directors for the cause of Sheen's canonization. And so I got brought into the team that promotes Sheen's canonization. And so that's been a journey in itself. And oh, so- It's um, a book itself. <laughs> but you know, God has a sense of humor and uh, people that know me know that I'm a village plumber. It's, um, you know, I'm the gas man, I'm the this pipe fitter. And uh, the, my nickname is the Pipe Padre and that I get to be this local plumber that uh, shares Sheen and some Catholic devotions on the radio. So uh, God truly has a sense of humor, but uh, again, I'm good and good. I'm getting good at sharing Sheen. I've had uh, over 10 years experience now sharing these stories. And, and I'll tell you, everybody has their own Sheen story. Uh, and this is what's beautiful. Everybody comes up to me at conferences uh, where I'm speaking and they tell me about their personal Sheen story. And uh, again, from meeting him or having him over to the house for dinner or seeing him at a conference or seeing him on television, uh, everybody, it seems, has been touched by Archbishop Sheen, and including yourself, Steve. So uh, uh, again, I'll give you an opportunity to share some of your stories. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I, I, when we when I first came back in, that was was on YouTube. There was a ton of Full and Sheen the TV shows, and I picked up uh, was it Life is uh, Worth Living the, the the CD set, and I was there was a job I was working in, was training for AT and T, uh, selling the Yellow Pages, which just that was the hardest sell I've ever had because think of the Yellow Pages. It, no one uses them <laughs> except for Chinese restaurants and keeping your door open. I was selling dads and that. I didn't do well. But I was in between Spartanburg and Atlanta listening to Life is Worth Living. It was fantastic. And uh, was it the three to get married? That I don't know why more of the, uh, the wedding groups at parishes don't hand that book out instead of the modern ones. Hand, hand three to get married out. That will help the marriage people. That, and that was a big kick in the keister on me. And, uh, I mean, Christian social principles. I mean, I didn't, I, he didn't write it, but he wrote the forward to it. And that was just, I tell everybody, vintage Sheen and keepthefaith.org has all their MP, all his MP3s. And I think I've listened to all of them. And uh, yeah, it's, if you haven't, anybody, even yet, I was born after he died, but you still see his TV shows and they're after today. Uh, your the books you're bringing back in, which we're getting into. They can be used for today as well. The today's problems, in a sense, right? And and that's this is what I find is that uh, he wrote on so many different topics. He can draw people in 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 so many different ways. Uh, you mentioned three to get married, uh, a book he penned in 1951. Uh, again, he just kind of presents it to, to say, hey, if you want to have a chance at staying married. Uh, you got to bring God in, you know, it's the man, it's, it's the woman and God. And so uh, that whole concept of three to get married, it sounds novel, but it's so true and such timely advice. And so uh, my mom and dad said that they read that book, uh, you know, before they got married and they got married in 1957. So um, it's been used uh, for years now 
but it just got so many truths in it. And um, again, I mentioned Victory Over Vice, this beautiful book on the seven deadly sins, and uh, everybody's trying to work on, you know, becoming a better person. And so Sheen knew that. And, you know, one thing I always say is that Sheen had a bit of a secret weapon in that he listened to our confessions. Uh, you know, he tried to have, uh, you know, a priestly ministry as much as he could, uh, even though he had many uh, big jobs, I like to say, within the church. But yet he still mixed it up with everyday Catholics and not just Catholics, but Protestants. And again, he listened to their stories and heard their woes. And he was able to provide remedies uh, for us in his writings. And so uh, this is what's been so good. And so uh, as I started to read through his 66 books, I started to see these different themes and I thought, you know what, uh, everybody likes a consolidated version. Like, you know, could you give me a kind of, we call it Cole's Notes, or uh, kind of just package it where I don't have to read all these books, but I can get the best of the best. And uh, I started to do that. I thought, you know what, um, you know, Fulton Sheen, he wrote so much on the seven last words. And I, I went to Sophia Institute Press, and I love the work they're doing there as a publisher. And I said, I have this idea. I'd like to put uh, a number of his books together on the seven last words, and let's publish it. These books haven't been republished in 80 years, and I think they really need to see the light of day again. And uh, they said, yes, let's do this. And so uh, I put it together, I compiled it, and presented my manuscript to Sophia. And uh, wow, that book, The Cries of Jesus from the Cross, was born. And uh, it's just, it's in its sixth printing. Uh, it's sixth printing now, so well, we've sold out five times. Um, it's amazing how uh, that book has just touched uh, uh, people, especially during the Lenten season. I think it's kind of a natural read. Uh, but for people who are just trying to practice the virtue or how to deal with difficult people, uh, how to fall in love with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Sheen uh, outlines that in the book. He, he covers it all. So uh, this Cries of Jesus from the Cross, again, is seven of his best uh, books from uh, his Seven Last Words series. And so uh, put that out in 2018. And then, of course, uh, not wanting to be a one-hit wonder, I had to uh, come up with another idea that I thought was important. And uh, everybody keeps asking me about prayer. And they say, Al, uh, can you help me with, uh, you know, becoming a better, uh, you know, have a better devotional life? And, you know, who, who can be my coach on that? And I said, well, Fulton Sheen, uh, he wrote a lot about uh, the Mass, uh, of course, the Our Father, uh, the Holy Hour, which, of course, was his mainstay. And for mm -hmm. 62 consecutive years, never missed a day of praying his Holy Hour. And so uh, we reprinted his Holy Hour prayer book, his beautiful meditations. And uh, then his little wartime prayer book, we took a lot of the uh, wisdom from that. And so we've made this book called Lord Teach Us to Pray. And uh, so it's just there's this great collection of Sheen's writings on prayer. And so uh, it was released in 2019. And so uh, again, it is, uh, again, a mainstay for so many people who are just trying to have a good, solid prayer life. And so, you know, these writings on the cross, these writings on prayer, I thought, what what can I do next to help the church and to help people in their journey? And, uh, you know, Fulton Sheen, uh, he loved to put what I call roadmaps down. And of course, he uh, scripted a catechism series in 1965. And you mentioned it, it's that life is worth living catechism, these 50 lessons that he wanted to make sure that if uh, people forgot what the Catholic faith was, hey, listen to these 50 audio recordings or read the book and you'll find it. Uh, but in 1962, Fulton Sheen 
wrote a book called These Are the Sacraments. And I thought, wow, every family should have a book on the sacraments. Because if you ask people what the sacraments are, they'll go, uh, I, I, uh, you know, they, they'll, they'll stutter and fall. But uh, Fulton Sheen wrote on the sacraments. And so I uh, put that into a, a book that was called Sheen's Book of Sacraments, which is two books in one. It's his 1962 book, These Are the Sacraments, and his 1951 book, Three to Get Married. Because what does it ha what happens? A couple falls in love. Hopefully they invite God into their uh, you know, relationship. They have their marriage sanctified. And then they have children, and then those children need to be uh, raised in the sacraments. So now you have the perfect book for the family, three to get married. These are the sacraments, and so uh, every every home should have one of these books too. And so here here I am, you know, I've already got three anthologies now uh, in people's hands because the power of the cross, the power of prayer, and the power of sacraments. And I thought, you know what, God's love. Everybody needs a book on God's love, and uh, I just went and looked at Sheen's writings and saw that he wrote a book in 1944 called Love One Another. And he penned it kind of at the end of the war. I think people were looking for a bit of a roadmap saying, you know, Fulton Sheen, can you give us some advice so we don't go into World War III? Like, can you kind of show us how to get along? And um, he did that. So in 1944, he wrote Love One Another. And then after the war was over, he thought, you know, I got to give them some more wisdom on God's love and he did a best of Fulton Sheen. It's a book called God Love You. And it's uh, 245 quotes from 23 of his books, uh, all on God's love. And so I grabbed that, put that into an anthology, and we called it The Greatest Commandment. So um, uh, there is book number four. And, and of course, just to uh, keep everybody going, uh, there will be a fifth anthology being released this summer. And it's been titled War and Peace an anthology. It's uh, Fulton Sheen's writings on communism, war, a peace plan, because uh, people are asking. <laughs> they want to know, what is this all about? You know, and um, again, Fulton Sheen laid it out. He gave us the game plan. He uh, unpackaged it, helped us to understand it. And so that will come out in June. And it's funny how Fulton Sheen's name uh, in the Gaelic language, when you translate it, uh, Fulton in Gaelic means war and Sheen in Gaelic means peace. And so his name means war and peace. So I thought it was very appropriate to put together this collection of his writings and title it War and Peace and Anthology. So uh, there we go. And so that's been my, um, you know, little recipe. I like to say I'm, I'm a pharmacist uh, handing out prescriptions and, uh, but just putting together these anthologies uh, with the help of Sophia Institute Press to just give everyone the best of Sheen and to help them uh, in their journey. And so uh, there's something for everyone. So uh, again, we just tried to make it easy, just make it easy. So and actually my first book was Sheen's uh, World's First Love. Yes. Yeah. And of course it's his writings on the Blessed Virgin Mary. And, um, and again, he's helped me a great deal um, to develop a, a devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, because I'm like so many other uh, Catholics, like we know Mary's there and, you know, we've seen the statues or, you know, we all have rosaries, but do we really love Mary? Do we have a relationship with her? And uh, Fulton Sheen kind of got my attention because when he was talking about the seven last words, he would point to the cross and say, who's at the foot of the cross? There's Magdalene, of course, weeping. 
St. John, and there's the Blessed Virgin Mary standing. And yet, you know, she was suffering this great loss. She was losing her son because of the sins of the world. And he would start to kind of point to me and say, Al, remember, your sin put Jesus on the cross. And so Mary's losing her son because of your recklessness. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? And I started to just understand that my sin cost not just our blessed Lord, but the Blessed Virgin Mary, uh, almost to the point where I felt compelled to apologize to her, uh, almost like a drunk driver that runs over uh, someone's child. Uh, you wake up, you know, sober up in the in the jail, and of course come to your senses and realize the tragedy. But then the apology comes, and so it was something similar. I just felt that hey, I owned this death of our Lord on the cross, and she was the victim, the innocent yeah. victim. And uh, when I apologized to her, uh, my relationship with Mary just blossomed. Uh, I started to get it. Um, my dad, whenever we'd make our mom cry, and I got six brothers, and there was times that we got our mom to share a tear, uh, my dad would say, you go apologize to your mother. Mm -hmm. You go get right with your mother. And so I, I give a talk called, you know, get right with Mary and get Mary right, you know. And I think we need to brush up on really the role of the Blessed Virgin Mary and what she can do in our lives. And Fulton Sheen in that book, The World's First Love, was really presenting Mary as, um, I wanna say, one of the team members, you know, uh, that you can't leave home without her. And um, I love his one line that always I take with me every day, don't do anything that your mother would be ashamed of. Uh, so when I hit out the door every day, I thought, be a good son, be a good son, don't do anything that your mother would be ashamed of. So, yeah, um, I mean, with, when you said about the sorrows, I mean, there was a one story. I think it's Alphonsus brings up about the guy that uh, was had a devotion to Our Lady of Sorrows, but then went by a statue and noticed that there was eight swords in her heart, and it ended up having a message come in his head is because of what you did last night that put that eight sword in my heart, and immediately made him go go to confession. Comes back and that sword was gone afterwards, or. Uh, yeah, I mean, Fulton uh, Sheen wasn't a pushover either. He was, I mean, that, that story about the one actress that was, uh, I haven't been to confession in a while. He goes, don't worry, I'm not going to make you go to confession. and I'm not going to ask for your confession. And then when you walk by the confessional, poop, pop her in. Yeah, yeah. And and again, he was always looking to try to save a soul. Um, you know, that was his mission. So, you know, that, you know, 1949 book that said Peace of Soul, you know, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. I really think that Fulton Sheen woke up every day saying, can I bring another soul to Christ? Can I inch even a Hollywood movie star closer to you, Jesus? Could I convert an atheist or a Muslim? Um, you know, again, uh, he, uh, the Jews loved him in New York. And of course, many uh, people would just tune into his television broadcast. And of course, many Jews became converts to Catholicism because Sheen's love of the scriptures and also his just his enthusiasm for the faith. And so mm -hmm. uh, he didn't really um, play no favorites. He just said, there's a soul. Let's try to bring that soul to Christ. And so I, I think he probably has hundreds of thousands, if not millions of souls to his record. I mean, we'll find out later, <laughs> you know, just how many souls he did bring to Christ. But um, Again, he woke up every day saying, what can I do? Including his own soul. He was mm -hmm. always working on his own soul too and uh, made mention of that. Um, you know, that he, he even said that uh, I think one of the greatest surprises 
uh, will be uh, again when we get to heaven that there'll be people there that we didn't expect to get there. There'll be people that we thought would be there that weren't there, aren't there. But the greatest surprise is that I'll be there. <laughs> He'll be there. So uh, again, in his humility, he would still say, uh, we have to work for heaven. Uh, heaven is built on a hill. We have to climb. We have to climb. That was a great point you made about uh, uh, having Mary uh, with you at all times. Because you imagine watching a bad movie with that mindset that she's sitting next to you. Could you make her watch some bad movie or cussing or the way you, if you swear or lie or something, you're looking at her right next to you. Would she approve of all that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that, that is true. I think that's what Sheen does is he really points to St. John and says, remember, he took her into her home, you know, after they took, of course, our blessed Lord down from the cross. Uh, from that moment, you know, John took Mary into his home. And I'll say at men's conferences to the guys, I said, okay, I want you to live that too. Now, uh, Mary's going to ride shotgun with you on the way home from the men's conference. And you're going to make a place for her in your house. And you're going to uh, let her live in you, uh, with you, okay? And again, yeah, I know you're going to play hockey on Tuesday night. And you're going to bring her to the hockey game. And she's going to be in the stands cheering for you. But she wants to come up to the restaurant after two. And so you think you're going to have six beers or two beers, knowing that your your mother's beside you. And uh, then when you sit on the computer and just watch uh, mindless videos, she, like she said, she's sitting beside you. So uh, it can be a game changer if you truly buy into it and really believe she's with you. And so um, it, it takes time. It takes practice. But it's a great concept. And Fulton Sheen uh, challenges not just men, but women to bring Mary into their life every day. Also, I heard this before because it made me go, wow, he's even he's even better than what I thought was uh, because he's preaching and everyone loved it. And I hear towards the end of his life, he, he acknowledged, owned up to the idea of uh, sometimes I, oh, back in the day, I wanted the applause. And it changed him at that time. But then afterwards, he apologized for that. He goes, yeah, I let that get in my way. I owned up to it. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here for the applause. Did you hear? Do you know about that? Uh, yeah, more yeah, and he write, he writes that in his autobiography, uh, Treasures of Clay, um, in that he he has this sorrow, saying, you know, I got caught up in the moment. I, you know, preferred to be seen, and uh, it was very difficult for him. I think, you know, um, he was like a rock star. I mean, uh, again, everybody knew his name, knew his, of course, what he looked like because he was on the cover of Time magazine. He was on television. But yet, uh, I think it was he was convicted that, you know, was I pointing people to Christ? And that's where I think he was sorrowing is that he missed opportunities because he got caught up and, you know, oh, Fulton Sheen sit here and well, you're so great and all this. But there was times where he said, I could have preached Christ. I could have shared Christ or, or hopefully people would imitate uh, me in a better way. Um, it, you know, again, it was that he wrestled with that for many years. And uh, I know people that uh, live with Fulton Sheen uh, said that, is that that was always a cross he carried, was um, being pulled in to this fray of the paparazzi and all this other stuff, but yet saying, I, I'm on a mission to bring souls to Christ and help me not get distracted or lose my focus. And so, um, again, he admitted that in the end of his life in his memoirs. And so, um, again, we all can learn that. I mean, we all want ratings. We all want views. We all like to be a little bit more popular and i always but say for him to admit it i yeah. thought that was even greater because not too many people admit that hey i that was my bad i'd let that happen to me yeah i know and i think this is the whole thing is that uh he warns all of us 
the world is uh, will allure you in. It, there's trappings. There's trappings. And he was trying to say, this is a trap that we can all fall into. Um, you know, so um, I'm just warning you, even as I'm about to die, um, I'm warning you, you know. So um, again, a food for thought for all those who are on social yeah. media. And not even just social canonized media. saints did that. I, was it, I can't remember, was it Vincent Ferrer or somebody? They did a sermon. What did it say, Anthony? And uh, uh, nobody, everyone came out because they heard the great orator was coming out. And he preached and nothing happened. And then hours later, he preached the exact same thing and everyone converted. And someone asked, what happened? He goes, the first time I preached, the second time I let God preach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Sheen has a very powerful video that you can see on um, YouTube. It's called The Art of Preaching. Mm -hmm. um, I watch it every so often. And he was giving a reflection to uh, the Dominican friars and uh, giving them a retreat. Uh, and again, it's well titled, The Art of Preaching. And uh, he really stressed that you need to preach Christ and him crucified. Um, and that's what Fulton Sheen did so beautifully. He always pointed to the cross, uh, this great love story of Jesus uh, laying down his life for his friends and um, actually completing his mission. Uh, again, when you look at the history of man, all of us came into this world to live. Uh, but uh, Fulton Sheen makes it very clear that our blessed Lord came into this world to die. That was his mission, to come and to teach, preach, and heal, but to die for us. And um, again, that's one thing that I can't uh, get out of my head, is that Fulton Sheen has said, remember this great love story, and we need to preach Christ and him crucified. And, you know, he talks about Paul and uh, preaching to the Greeks and uh, being an absolute failure because he failed to mention Christ. Uh, but then he realized, if I preach Christ and him crucified, I will bring souls uh, to him. And so uh, that's the key. So don't be afraid to mention the cross. Don't be afraid to mention Christ and him crucified as we go out into the world and share uh, God's message of love. And so, uh, again, be bold, proclaim the truth. And uh, don't be afraid of holding up a crucifix once in a while. And, uh, you know, and I think that's one thing that Fulton Sheen said is that uh, many people are taking the crucifix down uh, in office buildings and different places because, again, they're ashamed of what it does to them emotionally. They look at a crucifix and realize they had something to do with it. It was their sin that put Jesus on the cross. And this is one reason why people are trying to take crucifixes down in public buildings in different places. Um, years ago, it was just normal to go into a Catholic home and find a crucifix in every room, uh, to go into a Catholic school or institution and find a crucifix in every room. Uh, but again, people have taken the cross down because they find it offensive. It um, actually um, it stirs their soul in a way that they uh, almost run away from it. So, uh, mm -hmm. again, the power of the cross and preaching Christ and him crucified. And, um, again, it's what Sheen does best, I think. There's the Art of Preach. I got your website popped up. Uh, so you go to bishopsheentoday.com. There's the Art of Preaching that he was just got done talking about. Yes. And that website, bishopsheentoday.com, is a labor of love I put together a few years ago. I said to my friend who is a bit more web savvy than me, I said, is there a way we can grab every YouTube video that Fulton Sheen ever produced and every audio recording and kind of put it up on uh, a web server? And uh, we did. And, uh, you know, we were able to track down 137 of his videos. 
Uh, we were able to track down the apps that have his recordings. We found a lot of free downloadable books uh, through uh, the Catholic University of America, their digital website. And so you can listen to Sheen, watch Sheen, read Sheen. Um, and again, it's just amazing what um, what we, we, we've come up with. And so uh, bishopsheentoday.com is really your one-stop shop for Sheen. It's, um, and what's best about it is almost everything there is free. Uh, naturally, we always love you to buy some books and stuff like that. But um, again, I think I just try to get people to say, just watch some of his videos. Just spend a little bit of time with him. And, um, you know, all of these seasons of his Life is Worth Living shows and his Bishop Sheen show, um, you know, these are all just still available today. And uh, the content is amazing. And so, um, you know, this is what we do. And so, um, again, bishopsheentoday.com is my little gift to the church to say, you know what? Um, I always said to my kids, if you're not going to listen to me, well, then go to the website and, uh, you know, listen to Sheen on your own and uh, you'll see it all there. So, uh, again, uh, just a, a little treasure. I, we get a million visitors every year to bishopsheentoday.com. And I can see why, because there are so many uh, Sheen gems on this website. And so, and again, we're all thrifty and we're all looking for stuff that's free. So, uh, again, these videos and these audio recordings are all free. So, uh, God love you and please support us there at bishopsheentoday.com. You got a few things, one or two things on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, it did. But, you know, we set that website up in 2012. And mm -hmm. so we've been adding to it over time. And it's like a census fidelium. <laughs> you know, the next thing you know, you've got thousands of videos. Yes. You've got lots of content. So uh, you just keep doing it and, uh, you know, people get to know you. So, I mean, I have radio shows on Radio Maria and, of course, uh, many secular stations. And uh, people will listen to the archive shows on our bishopsheentoday.com website. But uh, I just want to keep sharing Sheen. Um, you know, he's touched my life. He's touched the life of my dad. My dad is a convert because of Fulton Sheen. Um, and again, it's a, just a beautiful story and um, how my dad was listening to Fulton Sheen uh, on the radio in the 40s. And, uh, you know, he was with the Mormons and, um, you know, he was going to the Mormon elders of the church and he'd ask them to unpackage some of the scriptures. And there was days where the, his elders couldn't answer his questions. But sure enough, Fulton Sheen answered the questions on the radio. Uh, through the Catholic Hour recordings, and he started to read his books. And uh, by the early 1950s, my dad was convinced that uh, Fulton Sheen had it right and the Mormons had it wrong. And uh, so in 1957, my dad converted to Catholicism. And I have to really say that it was Fulton Sheen that helped him uh, in that journey to make that, um, you know, they say crossing over the Tiber or whatever they say, but uh, to come from the Church of Mormon to Latter-day Saints to becoming a Catholic was unheard of back then. Yeah. Uh, but my dad made that uh, journey and I'm so glad and I have a Catholic father because of Fulton Sheen. And so, uh, you know, and my dad is, you uh, passed away 25 years ago. And when I started to get involved with uh, the Fulton Sheen apostolate in in um, in Peoria, uh, my mother came to me and she says, I want you to have these. These are your dad's uh, Bishop Sheen books that he used to read. And uh, he loved Fulton Sheen. And then I found out the story of his conversion. So uh, again, I never got to thank my dad while he was alive for uh, this gift. But when I start to look at my dad 
and how he interacted with others. Uh, I think Fulton Sheen was his life coach uh, because, uh, again, he just exemplified uh, Sheen's writings and how he conducted himself. So, uh, again, I'm, I'm grateful for Fulton Sheen for my father's conversion and so many others, too. So, uh, as I said, he's got hundreds of thousands of souls to his record. Well, appreciate it, Al. Thank you for coming on and talking about it. Again, the website is bishopsheentoday.com, and I'll have the link to the Sophia books as well underneath in the show notes along with the Bishop Sheen Today website as well. Al, any final words? Well, again, that battle cry, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. I think we need to wake up every day and uh, just say, you know, what's most important? Well, uh, saving our own souls and saving the souls of those in front of us, uh, you know, our family members or, um, and it just, I think we just forget sometimes we miss the mark. Why were we created? Well, to know God, to love him and serve him in this life and to be happy with him in the next. So uh, let's try to bring as many people with us uh, on that journey. So again, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. Uh, well penned by Fulton Sheen back in 1949, and it's still relevant today. Amen to that. Well, appreciate your time, guys. Go check out his sites. you got plenty of videos to look at. They're all good. And uh, as well, get the books. So Al, appreciate it, man, and uh, have a great Easter. Steve. Thanks for having me again. We'll we'll be back again, I'm sure, in the next few weeks as we yeah. release another book. Uh, yes, Fulton sir. Sheen.